Welcome back to another episode of Hobby Time in the Murder Basement where I get to sit down and talk with Squidmar. Yep, that's Squidmar. We have an awesome conversation, talk about all sorts of cool stuff. If you don't mind, would you give this channel a like and a subscribe? Share with all your friends. Help boost the signal. Somehow, this algorithm's gotta find us. Thank you so much for your support. I really appreciate it. So, like, for everything I did, I felt like I, I found, like, a better community, a better place to be where just people are supportive and excited and, you know, uh, you kind of learn as you go to select your battles. Sure, sure. <laughs> no matter how much I love music, it's, it's such a toxic place to be in. Well, I like, I've said this multiple times, like, it is always just absolutely devastating to love something more than it loves you back yeah, oh yeah. and sure. and like that like music it's all passion and it never gives anything back like it's it, it is the 100 yeah. percent like creation never it never reciprocates the way that you expect yeah. it to and because every and, everyone's a musician that's the thing like everyone's a musician and you're jealous at the one who gets that show that you want to play they're jealous because you got that record deal. They're jealous because uh, you're touring. So they're just gonna bash on you until you quit, and they're gonna they, and they can take over that place. Uh, and then and then the next person can bash on them till they quit. Yeah, sure, and, sure. Unless yeah. you're like you get to that point where you're like Slipknot or uh, <laughs> those huge bands that uh, sell out an arena. You know, the the interesting thing about those huge bands that, you know, as much as I, I love seeing success and especially now, like, you know, I didn't realize that, like, are you familiar with Max Weinberg from Conan O'Brien and uh, Bruce uh, Springsteen, the drummer? No. Yeah, if I saw him, I'd probably recognize him, but I, yeah, it doesn't ring a so, bell. <laughs> his son is the drummer for Slipknot. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> which is a really funny thing because like that's, his dad's like it, it's not Joe Jordison playing there anymore. No, I guess he's back with the band. I guess I don't. You know, like but I, I stopped been in the metal scene for ten years now. So right, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, it's it's been much longer for me. I, I as soon as I got away from playing in metal bands, I was like, uh, I actually it was when I moved to the Midwest and. Like, I don't know what it's like over there, but when I moved to Midwest, like, I was over grunge. Like, we were done with grunge out on the West Coast. But yeah. here in the Midwest, people were still, like, listening to, uh, like, Alice in Chains. Like, they were a new band, and they had been broken up for 12 years. And I was like, ooh, boy, this is, this is, this is... <laughs> This is really weird, and so trying to like start a metal band or an extreme music project here was uh, a non-starter. It was not happening. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, I so. started recording us just because, like, I yep. figure I figure we're in it, and it it takes Let's a second. It. So, uh, email. Thank you so much for joining me in the murder basement. It's early morning in Sweden. It is yeah. super late night. And uh, you know St. Louis, so like, 
I'm sorry if I fall asleep while we're talking. I've only yeah. had an hour of sleep in the last 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> you look fine. You look fine. Hey, yeah, it's, it's all good. It's all good. Um, email, you have had one of the more <laughs> fun to watch careers on YouTube because you kind of came out of nowhere and every like everything you just start seeing your like squidmar logo pop up every time i would open up youtube and i was like what the hell is going on with the, what is this name squidmar this is the, the and then i clicked on it and i was like oh shit this is a very handsome man painting like very nice models i was like brought my wife in i'm like check it out check it out look at this guy and she's like yeah 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 whatever she's like so not interested in pictures and uh, and i had that moment of just being like I did not know that miniature painting was going to be where all the cool guys would land, but it seems like an amazing amount of cool guys have landed in the miniature painting world, and it like kind of totally took me by surprise. <laughs> For me, it's uh, yeah, <laughs> cool guy. I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank. You. So. One of the things that I like to talk about in the show, and I don't know if you've listened to any of the episodes or anything, I like to talk about like the genesis of a YouTube channel because like, you know, you talk about like your history and all your videos and I encourage mm -hmm. anybody who's listening to this to go and just like deep dive your vids because um, they're excellent. I mean, and from the get go, they were a really high quality, you know, like, like they've gotten better, but like, you feel know, like I've gotten better. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sure. Talk, like relaxed from in front of the camera and. Yeah. Well, but you always had editing. You understood flow yeah. in a very similar way that like Jeremy uh, understood those things, and uh, you know Scott Miniac. Like, you know, all of you guys have this kind of mastery of telling a visual narrative in your in your videos, and so they they aren't filled with a bunch of just like dead air and useless information you know like that's one of those things that like um it, it's it's hard to explain to people like sometimes they're just too deep in the weeds of their youtube video and you guys have just it made it seem like effortless like this is just what we're doing this is how you teach people how to do stuff and and, and it's, it's kind of magic uh yeah i mean it's 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 not that easy you know it's not like i started from zero and it's the same thing with painting because a lot of people are like uh, you're crazy because you painted like that after six months or ten months or whatever uh, but I like I've been doing arts since I was 14 probably like sure s like seriously started getting commissions from record labels for doing like album covers websites from I think I think it was around 14 or 15 and uh, well so that that's kind of the like I've always done that stuff. I did music videos. I did I did like video blogs for bands and, and stuff like that. And uh, then I worked eight years running my own business professionally as a like in advertising, doing video and uh, photography, and directing. So uh, this is different in many ways, but I can utilize everything that I've learned in the past. 15, 18 years and take that into this. So 
maybe I start at 70% while others start at zero. So I can just like climbing up those last 30 is uh, a lot easier for me than <laughs> sure, sure. starting Absolutely. at zero. Yeah. Did you have like family in the biz or anything like that? Or were you just like always super driven as a kid? Because like it's always a weird thing being a musician, being creative, being an artist. Yeah. Those are things that are like are like solely in you but they have to be nurtured to like be expressed properly. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, it's weird. I'm, Cause you know, you like to think that you're different from your parents, <laughs> uh, but right. so like none of them were like big musicians. My, like I come from a family of like Christian people and sure. a lot of them were like active in churches and, and things like that. So they were, they were always doing stuff that they thought were important for them. Uh, for them, it was going to church. For me, it was like learning about metal bands and listening to metal music. And because, like, I get this like hyper focus. I know Scott likes to talk about it as like uh, being a tryhard. For me, it's more about like I get so hyper focused that I can't do anything else. Sure. Uh, so if it's so if I get excited about painting miniatures, it's like everything else gets boring. It becomes a chore. So if I don't make it my full-time job, I'm going to be miserable. Uh, <laughs> and that's the way it's been like that since I was a kid. So when I was 14, 15, it was like taking photos and making websites. I got so excited about it. Like school was so boring that during school hours, I was just sitting there making website, designing t-shirts and, and stuff. Uh, and yeah, when I was working at an electronics store, I got super excited about like getting better at photography and after like a year being hyped about it, I just couldn't be at the store anymore. So I had to <laughs> like pursue that career. Uh, so it's, uh, I don't know if it's a disease, maybe they have letters for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, like there's probably a, a good dose of, you know, ADHD, which is uh, something that I think a lot of us creatives suffer from and have never been actually truly diagnosed. But like, yeah. I do the same thing, man. Like. I, I mean, like you can't really see it behind me, but like I used to build synths. Like I was like, I know that if I take these things and I solder them together, I can yeah. run electricity through it and cool sounds come <laughs> out of it. And I had no idea. It, like it was like high stakes Legos to me. Some some comedian called you know like you know like model kits high stakes Legos, and I was like, no, this is the true high stakes Legos. As your <laughs> thousands of dollars and components are into it, and one wrong move, and it'll all they're all light up and you'll get magic smoke coming out of it because you just burnt up all your components like and your house yeah and, and your house we actually had an electrician come out because there was this like burnt electrical smell in the house and uh he was the most scared of my studio when i was doing all that he's like walked in the room he's <laughs> like he's he's like this is not a safe place. I was like, no, it's perfectly safe. It's just not organized. <laughs> Turns out, you know, like the furnace went out or, you know, it wasn't, yeah. wasn't actually anything like dangerous, but he, he saw my room and about shit his pants. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the things I'll, I'll never touch uh, electronics. It's, uh, it's dangerous. It's, it's only dangerous when you want to do something like build guitar amps like that's that's the real danger and yeah. if you if you have that weird boutique guitar amp thing like building a tube amp you can do that 
but that is like lethal electricity. You could actually kill yourself doing it. And I'm like, nah, I don't need to do that one. You can do it. <laughs> so going from doing things, touring in bands, doing advertising, like why why YouTube? Like, was was YouTube kind of always going to be a thing? You just needed a topic, or were was that just the natural evolution of the advertising side? So I've I've been trying to because I, I always overanalyze things, and and this is one of the things that I've been kind of having at the back of my my head because as a band, like we did YouTube, obviously, like. I was 17 when we posted the first video to YouTube. I gotta see when we, what year that was. Things like 2000, it's 14 years ago. So that's gotta be 2006. Nice. And and that video had, I remember at that time, like after a few months, it had like 250,000 views or something. Holy shit. And, and, and we thought that was like amazing. We're gonna be rock stars, you know? Yeah. And we never kind of we never got to that <laughs> success again. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it, that was amazing. We had so much fun. We did like touring vlogs and stuff. And but it was always like a means to get bigger shows, to get bigger tours, get a better record deal. And uh, so, so I I did that, you know, twenty years ago, or not twenty, fourteen years ago. <laughs> Yeah. And and then I just like didn't think about it. And then I started painting miniatures and I had an Instagram account and I did uh, like fa I had a Facebook sort of commission page where it's like, yeah, I accept one commission per month. And, you know, if you want something, write me a message. That's what I have time for. Then last summer I did, I just did a video where I unboxed uh, a box I got I, because one of my friends told me like, you have to do this on YouTube. You have to make a YouTube account because this is going to be your life. Uh, and he was, uh, in small words, uh, fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's like, he's solely to blame for it. And for me, it was just like, I'm going to make an unboxing video. And if I have fun, I'll make another one. And I made another one. And after like five videos, I had a few thousand subscribers. And yeah. I was uh, down the road. <laughs> That's some amazing growth. I mean, like Guy told me the same thing. Like he had three videos yeah. up and he had, you know, a couple thousand subscribers already. And yeah. I was like, that is, uh, it's phenomenal to see that it, because like right now, I don't know if it's, you know, how different it is. Like, cause you know, people like Marco kind of came out of nowhere and, you know, very similar and got mm -hmm. a huge following. But like in this post-COVID world, because there's so many of us doing this right now, and the same yeah. with like Twitch and you know YouTube Live, there's it's almost like oversaturation of content yeah, right yeah. now. Like um, some people, man, I feel so bad. Their efforts are like they're putting yeah. the time in, but they're not getting the traction yeah. that they should. <laughs> yeah, like Marco Frisoni and I, I think we started around the the same time. It's like a year, two months ago, or something. Mm -hmm. um but there's so much to to youtube and like so much is a guessing game and i still learn every week and um uh, 
sometimes you try to chase the algorithm because like the bigger you get the more you kind of understand what works and what doesn't but at the same time you understand how clueless you are sure <laughs> and sometimes you make stuff because you try to chase the algorithm and you end up getting burnt because it almost never works and then you right. go back to making stuff for yourself and some of it doesn't work and some of it blows up and um yeah it's it's so difficult to <laughs> to say but it's like good content good flow good thumbnails good titles like that's the magic trifecta of things you need to <laughs> keep track of and, sure uh, yeah other than that it's like do pay people like watching you if they do they're gonna watch another video uh <laughs> but for YouTube to recommend the stuff, it's like you have to, people have to watch every video, like at least 50% of the video on average. Uh, you have to have at least 10% of people get recommended the video to click the video. And that stuff is like, <laughs> it's hard. Well, and like even short videos don't get watched all the way through. Like I was talking with Casey yeah. and he's like, maybe maybe 20 percent of the people make it to the end of my videos and he's got like 12 yeah. minute long videos and they're yeah, very right. good and you're just like how the hell are you not just watching the entire video <laughs> like yeah. like it's, what yeah. is going on there yeah and, and because the hard thing is like to to know what people want to watch uh so a painting tutorial I get a lot of like questions from people like, why aren't you making more painting tutorials? Why aren't you doing a how to paint this figure? And the thing is like, nobody is going to click a video about how to paint, uh, I don't know, Lord of the Rings fancy character, unless they have that character and they don't know how they want to paint it. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's just the, the sad truth. <laughs> So I mean, like your Beast Grave videos seem to do very well for you. I mean, not Beast Grave, sorry, Warcry. Your Warcry videos did yeah, really it's, well it's, for you. It's actually one of my least viewed videos. So it's, really, uh, yeah, it was like the one that was always being recommended to me, and like I had already <laughs> watched it. I was like, okay, YouTube, chill your fucking jets. I've seen this. <laughs> uh, I mean, I have worse videos, but it's like way below average. Uh, I think it has like fifty thousand views, which is. Believe me, that's a crazy number, but it's been out for a year. Uh, and like most of my year old videos are at like 70 to 100,000 views. Sure. Uh, so uh, I, I do enjoy painting figures, but painting them like in front of a camera and you have to sit weirdly. And <laughs> like if you move it one millimeter off, it's going to get out of the way. And if you move your head a bit further in the front, you're going to have your head in front of the camera. So painting stuff for videos like like it's not as fun as just painting uh so when i do painting tutorials i like to make them more about like a subject so it's when i feel i have something i can teach something that's valuable for people so i did like a how to paint faces and i talk about how how light falls on faces and uh like right now i'm, I'm working on a video like how to paint hair on miniatures and and with that i feel like i can teach something and it's something that like even if you're not interested in painting that specific Warcry dude, you can watch the video and you can go back to the video in <laughs> two years when you're going to paint a bust that has a lot of hair and learn something. Right, right, right. So. Well, and that's like a really interesting aspect, too, of like just because a video may not hit right now, like yep. 
maybe maybe it does down the road you know maybe yeah, sure. and that's an, another aspect of you know the mystery of youtube that i i mean I, i'll that, never yeah. totally understand <laughs> so like everybody talks about the the sprint the youtube sprint like mm -hmm. did you start off doing the sprint were you like already full-time youtube by the time you started doing youtube or like because it seemed like you made the switch to full-time youtube very quickly yeah so uh, this is kind of i don't remember exactly how soon or like when i came to a point where i could make enough money from it but it's kind of uh, so I, I ran my own business as an advertising photographer. I just came off a job where I did uh, a TV advertising and I shot like a full catalog for like the biggest house building company in Sweden. So I got like a bunch of cash and <laughs> I, like it, it's not astronomical numbers by, by right. any means, but it was enough for me to last at least a few months. And I knew, like, if I don't get a single dollar from this or a single dollar from any other client that I used to have, like, I'll be fine for a few months. So I, I like, I painted a lot during that time and I did the first few videos and, uh, like, I didn't get any more jobs during that summer. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to just, like, do videos during the summer and I'm not going to chase any clients. I'm just going to, like, whatever happens, happens. And, and... As I said, after like five or six videos, I saw that like there's potential in this. And uh, like I started talking a bit to Scott from Miniac and like how he monetizes and like how soon you can start making enough money to actually make a living from it. And I knew kind of how much money I needed to bring in the coming six months. And for me, I like directly saw like there's potential in this if I bring in a thousand bucks every month it will last me for half a year instead of three four months and uh, yeah so that was just kind of the, the way it went and then in january this year i had done youtube for six months and that's kind of where i the first month where i was like i have enough uh this month to cover this month you know <laughs> that seems and, so like like it feels like years ago now like yeah. that's how much stuff has happened in 2020 yeah, dude, yeah. because like i remember Crazy. you talking yeah. about that and being like dude so cool i'm so glad that he's yeah, like yeah. doing it you know like <laughs> yeah, the fact crazy. that that was only yeah. january is insane yeah. that's crazy and and you have managed to keep that momentum going like you haven't yeah. stopped yeah <laughs> i had a bit of a with a with a kickstarter this summer uh i took three weeks after like not full on vacation, but like only doing the, 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 the minimum required stuff because I was so drained after that. Uh, but other than that, it's been like one video a week or two videos a week for a year. Uh, That's yeah. so much work. It's so much work. And I, like I am technically in the YouTube sprint at the moment and I'm mm -hmm. mainly terrified because like I'm a picture framer as my trade. And come the holidays and literally have no idea what the holidays are in this you know post-covid world like yeah maybe sure. it's nothing and maybe i'm not freaking out about it but if it's anything like it is now i'm going to like not be able to do interviews like i won't have the freedom to show up late to work tomorrow <laughs> and you know hang yeah. out with you at three o'clock in the morning like uh and that is something that actually i didn't think i cared that much about this but like mm -hmm. I actually do, like I actually yeah. 
do care like that and that that that's something that like you know from from music i didn't know that things mattered until they were already gone this is the yeah. first time that something's mattered while i'm like dead center in the middle of it yeah, yeah, did you yeah. have like a, a a similar sort of feel really early on um so it, i guess like it, it, because it was a transition like i i started with uh painting miniatures that's december 2000 is it 17 when i picked up my first figures again and started painting like the the coming months after i build it up together and because i was so tired of like chasing clients i had a few like really shitty clients who just uh -huh. you know they paid but you know it, it wasn't worth the effort it wasn't it worth was it so, yeah, yeah, yeah i was so drained like it was having like a <laughs> you know uh dictator over your shoulder like do this do this and didn't matter if i did like the best stuff i've ever done you know nothing was good enough so i was just, just so tired of it so i started painting miniatures and I'm really excited about that started painting more and more and more and uh you know really quickly understood that like the community here is something that's different it's it's not like anything else in like if photography or advertising or music there's always this like competition it's always like a big competition in miniature painting it's more like your own competition because you want to get better you want to grow bigger on youtube you want to have more followers on instagram but it's never someone else telling you like dude you only have a thousand subscribers like your channel is worth nothing it's True. never like that it's it's always the op like the opposite <laughs> like this guy only has a thousand subs dude we gotta hype him up and, right and right the like, glass is so always different. half full yeah yeah <laughs> uh, it's different when you get bigger <laughs> but, but sure. uh, but that was kind of uh, so really quickly on I, I understood that this is something that i want to be part of like this i want more of this and um that was you know transitioning quickly you know from my old job to the youtube stuff uh felt so natural because i was so tired of the old stuff i was so excited about the new stuff i felt like the community was so good like uh, yeah i can't imagine now going back that's that's the uh yeah, I just gotta gotta get this stuff working for another ten years or whatever. <laughs> right, right. So, what's like the local community like for you there? Because you brought in a couple painters, yeah. and were they all lo local guys that yeah, you yeah, sure. knew from the shop? Yeah, they were crazy. Like, like <laughs> I don't have any painters like that around me yeah. here uh, that I would meet at a shop. Like, I have yeah. Chris Surrey like forty five minutes away, and he's an incredible painter but yeah, sure, him yeah. and i will never accidentally run into each other no. like when i saw that and i was like if this is who he's painting with no wonder like his you know caliber yeah. is here because like if that's your peers you're going to like uh perform better you know yeah i mean yes and no so the thing is like when i got started i just wanted to paint like for myself i never ex expected to, to play in a tournament or anything like that sure. um so i i got to know all of these dudes when i showed up like at my first tournament with like a painted army and i had already painted for nine months um but but i live in a town it's like 130,000 people Mm -hmm. It's like a mid-sized town in Sweden. In the States, it's a tiny one. <laughs> uh, St. Louis size. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, 
there is this store that's been around here since the mid 90s fantasia north and i used to go there when i was a kid when i was like 10 to 15 or whatever and it's been around during the whole time it's the same guy running it and he's been this core of the community for 25 30 years now wow he started it when he was 15 or 16 or something and every year he does two tournaments it's uh, it's been the biggest tournaments in sweden for i think 20 years i don't quote me on this but i think it's 20 years and it's like 200 people 150 to 200 people every year that goes to the, this tournament and wow. like not even in stockholm which is 20 times as big they have this big tournament um so he's been sort of the center of everything and every time there's new people coming in they go through his store and everyone is positive there there's no like inner competition there's no one pushing people down it's always like encouraging new people to come in and uh i don't know it's just been like the creativity is on 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 top we have i would say probably 10 painters or like builders or whatever that's on like a internationally high level in a city that's you know one twentieth of stockholm or one fortieth of paris uh, wow. so it's uh, uh yeah and i think a lot of that is just it's just like the positivity among the community and like everyone just encourages people to to be part of it and um yeah does does where you're at in sweden do, do you go through like the 30 days of light like 30 days of darkness sort of thing where you only get a couple hours do you have those months where you just kind of like everybody's just shut in just yeah it's that's like six, it mo- six months yeah that's like that uh, here <laughs> i i love that idea i think i i mean like i don't know if i was born in it would be different but like <laughs> now i don't know if i could handle it uh, but I often wonder because like here in the States, the northern states, there is a very high number of like hobbyists and high level hobbyists. You know, yeah. you got like Sam and Adam, like they're up yeah. there, uh, Scott, you know, and John. Sure, yeah. It's it's really interesting to think that like, you know, the, the higher up you go, the colder you get, like the mm-hmm. better There's people are getting. There's nothing else to do. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing else to do. You make babies or you paint miniatures. Yeah, like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, there was the same discussion in, in like the music industry because, like, if you look at at the rest of the world, like, uh, if we compare like the metal scene in Spain to Sweden, it's like the the, the amount of bands that succeeding it good is so much higher. Because in Umeå we had like Nocturnal Rites, we had Meshuga, we had Refused, we had uh, Nagelfar, Persuader, and all these bands that were signed by like big labels. None yeah. of them were like Slipknot size, obviously, but. It's band that grew, bands that grew like really good and unique because the only thing they could do in half the year was to <laughs> to practice, stay inside good. and practice. And and I think absolutely that ma- makes uh, a difference. But I also think that that like our at least our city. I don't know about like the rest of Sweden, but like they've always been like super focused on on creativity and culture mm-hmm. and. Uh, just a few years ago my city was like named uh, the cultural capital of europe uh, like a, a tiny city in the north of sweden which nobody knows about uh it's amazing and it's it, like it's it's been like that since i was a kid like when i was 10 years old like refused were touring the world and everyone looked up to them and and yeah it's just been like that dude Always. the refused is one of those like 
magical stories of like how how the hell they came out of that and then how that what what level of ego and self belief makes an album like the shape of punk to come like yeah. that's one of those that like you can listen to now and it still feels like modern oh, album and, is and it's so good yeah it's crazy you know it's 22 years old now yeah. <laughs> it's 22 <laughs> years old now it it can drink <laughs> it's, it's crazy. uh yeah. and you know like uh i think the hives are from there as well and um, i just got yeah, not from my city but they're from i don't know i gotta look i mean they might be from stockholm they are my new favorite live band that i yeah. didn't I, I feel so bad that i've skipped them in the past because they work harder than any band yeah. i've ever seen to make sure that everyone in the crowd is having a good time like yeah, that sure, band yeah, yeah. is and and they're not young anymore and no, they're, no, they're still working 40 hard. plus <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's more so, in the center of sweden but it's like a small city uh, so it's, it's probably similar in terms of culture like uh with the there's always like rehearsal rooms where you can go. There's uh, schools for music, schools for painting, school like that, that stuff's everywhere in in Sweden. So, uh, man, imagine it—just a country that actually, it, yeah, like, you know, the, loves the arts. <laughs> like, what is that like? <laughs> you know, the cra the craziest thing in Sweden—they have this uh, thing called. Uh, in Swedish, the, the word is studiecirka, so it's it's pretty much um, like a circle of uh, studies, a, st a study circle. And I think this was invented like probably 50 years ago, where either it was for people who didn't go to school, they could go like after work and learn English or learn stuff like that. But they started including culture in that. So if you had a group of more than three people, uh, you could apply for this and pretty much everyone gets approved unless you're doing something really fishy like doing drugs <laughs> During these hours and sure. you could get paid. It's not much. It's like three dollars per hour but if you're a kid and you're 15 years old and you want to rehearse every day three hours you'd get paid three dollars as a group per hour you're practicing. So at the end of every month, we would have like 150 bucks that we could spend on renting a rehearsal place, buy new gear, we could uh, record a demo. And and that stuff is crazy and it's available for everyone in Sweden. Uh, so I think that is one of the things that just like pushes people to actually try it because you can get a guitar if you don't have one or, sure, you know, get some merch so you can like level up you know Absolute, like the weird yeah. little things that like we all like from the if you're from the music zone like and scott was talking about like how uh, the difference between many painters and metalheads is metalheads get to wear other people's merch and many painters have to wear their own merch uh because it's all a self-promotion <laughs> yeah. thing sure, which i think yeah. is really cute i'm like I'm wearing one of my my favorite mini painters <laughs> here in the states shirt. I because uh, yeah. I don't have any merch yet. But uh, you know, I I I think that that those little like leg ups go so much farther than anybody knows. And like, yeah, sure, yeah. this is gonna yeah, like I mean, it, it's like if you have a rich parent who's willing to spend 150 bucks on your hobby every month. Yeah, I mean that's that's gonna make the difference in the world. 
It's huge. It's yeah. And and before them, it's probably a drop in the bucket, you know, and if it makes yeah. you happy, who cares? You know, like yeah. it's 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 interesting. So you you instantly started having shirts like you started the merch zone fairly early on and a mm -hmm. Patreon fairly early on. Yeah, um, it was like four months in or something. When when did you decide <laughs> that? not only is dominating YouTube and having a nice little like merch business, like when did you go, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take all the norms and I'm going to fuck them all up and do this Kickstarter because like <laughs> I I'm sitting back and I, when that first happened, I was like, so jealous. I didn't have money to throw at it at the time. Yeah. And, uh, and I had friends that were like, no, we've been, we've been like saving up. And I was like, no, you don't understand. Like, I would have to buy all the busts. You couldn't just do pick one. Like it's it's you know four hundred dollars or nothing for me. And so I was like, I'm just gonna sit back and watch it. And I was like, I bet you this ends up at like a little over a hundred thousand dollars. And yeah, it just yeah. like did that was that like my instant. crazy like my crazy goal was like, if I get to two hundred thousand dollars, that's gonna right. be so ridiculous. That I'm gonna you know go to sleep crying because it's <laughs> so high. And it's high yeah we reached that in like 48 hours <laughs> yeah it, it, it was insane watching that yeah. and i you know and I, it was so exciting like because I, I just kept on checking back over and over again i think i i messaged you like literally like a day before you launched the kickstarter and i was like oh i'm not talking to him for like another six weeks like there's yeah. literally no way that i will ever fit into this right now and yeah. uh and so I just like sat back and watched and it was so exciting and uh, the enthusiasm, <laughs> watching all the enthusiasm and all the chat rooms and, uh, you know, discord yeah. and, uh, you know, the trapped under plastic boys. That was like, yeah, it was amazing to see that happen. And yeah, I had no was, idea that uh, many companies had that, like had no idea. Yeah. No, it was. I mean, if, <laughs> if I, I, I don't know how to express gratitude enough for that it's so insane uh, the comments i get though it's funny <laughs> now uh, about it uh, it's like how does it feel to be a millionaire it's like you don't know how the swedish tax system works <laughs> no you know and and you have to pay everybody along the way and oh, yeah, you know yeah. man i mean I'm, I'm getting some money left over obviously sure, like otherwise i wouldn't do it if i would lose money but uh you know, it's it's a lot of work and it's so much fun. Um, like the reason why I wanted to do it, I, I think it, we started it like even before I started my YouTube channel. We started talking to different brush brands uh, because I I used Raphael brushes before, sure. and like I really enjoyed them. And there was nothing nothing wrong with them, but like they weren't my perfect brush, you know. Yeah. And and the same thing was for like Winsor Newton. I tried. Uh, I think I, I calculated up to I had like 70 brushes <laughs> before the Kickstarter uh, because I just wanted to try everything and see what like was my preference and sure and, and yeah and then we just like started talking to Da Vinci and that was like a, almost a year's process until the, the Kickstarter came until we like had the, the the finished product we had all like the marketing material done and we tried them enough to feel you know safe about the the product um 
so it was uh, it was a long project and you know i'm as i said like i always get when i start with something i'm like this i can only do this stuff so <laughs> the, the brushes was just a natural thing like i have to do it because i'm excited about it so i have to do it and yeah that's uh, did, what came did about did vinci ever say uh eventually we're gonna run out of like sable like you 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 can't sell anymore like did they ever give you like a hard cap on it because like no when i see those numbers i'm like yeah i bet you they had no idea what they were getting no. into no no and the thing is like when we reached out to them we were like maybe we'll sell a thousand sets like <laughs> so that would be ordering five thousand brushes or something yeah it's, and which is a lot. Sold, That's a lot. Yeah. Now we're up to nine thousand backers. Uh, so it's incredible. Uh, it's, it's like a thousand was our like, you know, if we don't sell a thousand during the Kickstarter, you know, give it a year, maybe we'll, you know, clear the stock or whatever. <laughs> but uh, now they they've been really good. Um, at first, we had contact with the salesperson, uh, and he was like, "Yeah, no problem. Yes, we're gonna fix it." And then we got to talk with the owner when we placed like the final order, and he's like, "This is a lot. Okay, <laughs> we need to start planning." <laughs> yeah. So, oh, I mean, yeah. like it, it's it's inspiring, and like yeah. when I watched Scott do the Duchess, and yeah. you know, like branch out, like I was like, "This." And and because because I'm more of the such small business mini. mind, yeah. it's a great mini, and it and it's such a brilliant idea to say I want a physical item to sell, yeah. and then like to have the course to go along with it. He's yeah. got something that as long as somebody can produce it for him, uh, you know that's a whole nother income stream because you yeah. know ad revenue is not going to do it all. Patreon no, is no, not going to do yeah. it all. Passive income, it's it's definitely like that's the the the, the shitty part about YouTube is like it's everything is so uncertain. So sure, we can just take like the beginning of this year uh, when COVID hit. You know, uh, you can censor that if you want to keep this monetized. By the way, <laughs> uh, I don't give a shit. Like I'm my name. The name of the show is Hobby Time in the Murder Basement. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. never getting a fucking dime out of this show. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, to get back to the to the point, like I was like, I'm gonna lose my patrons. Like nobody's gonna be able to afford this because I know it's gonna happen. Right. And uh, and then like the same week, Amazon was like, we're gonna cut your uh, like affiliate. Uh, what do you call it? Like the the return you get from the sure. affiliate by like seventy percent. Whoa. So it's like I just like made a living from this in like two months and now my income is going to be gone so oh what God. am i gonna do uh so i did like a video about it i'm like you know right now i'm good but like if you have supporters that you if you have channels that you follow you know now it's more important than ever to support them and uh yeah pat patron grew like at that point like uh and people were like super supportive and um yeah that was uh it was scary because you know i thought i was gonna lose it all and youtube adsense dropped to about 50 percent uh so i went from you know making a few thousand dollars a month from youtube to being at like one and a half thousand dollars and yeah again if you know the swedish tax system i have to pay about 60 to 66 percent in uh, value-added taxes and my income tax and everything so 
I was scared, you know. Yeah. <laughs> from that, but uh, luckily the channel grew, so I got more views. So the 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 income started growing again a little bit, and uh, but it's you know it's it's scary. And if I didn't have the Kickstarter, I would probably be on you know sort of <laughs> uh, scared that if I have another thing drop, if Amazon drops even more. If YouTube drops even more, if I start losing patrons, uh, you know, what am I going to do? And now the, sure. the Kickstarter came, so I've been able to hire a guy for three days a week. So that's covering that. And, uh, Dude, congrats. Yeah. That's awesome, yeah. man. That's insane. Like, it feels really good. That's uh, something that I was wondering. I was like, there's no way that you were putting that many tubes in your house. Like, no, no. like <laughs> your kids would tear them up and your, so, your, yeah. <laughs> your wife would no, leave you. But that's the... <laughs> <laughs> it would be the worst move in the world. So I have uh, Fantasia North, you know, the local store that I told you about earlier. That, yeah. uh, that guy is taking care of all of the infrastructure. So he's doing no all shit. the packaging, all of oh, that stuff. God. And so he's getting a percentage of, of the cut. Of course. And to me, that's, I mean, it's so valuable because I wouldn't like YouTube has, I worked 50 to 60 hours a week for a year doing this. I never thought it would be that much time, but it takes that much time. Absolutely. And, uh, and now I'm able to work like 40 to 50 because now I've been able to hire a guy to help me with editing. So, uh, and he, yeah, Andreas takes care of the brushes. I, dude, like, I can't believe that it all landed like that. Like, that's it's like a cat falling out of a tree and just like, yeah. oh, no, I meant to do that. Like, yeah, here yeah, we sure. are. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. March was a scary time. I can tell you that. <laughs> I, I was really stressed about, like, because I have a family. I have three kids, you know. I have to. <laughs> three, oh, my God. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> I have to that's make enough. Sure food on the table. So, yeah. Uh, and hiring a guy that's another whole scary thing but i'm really happy so far it's been working out great so <laughs> that's awesome so the other day and this will kind of date this video a little bit because i actually have no idea where my schedule is at when this will go up probably three weeks from now or something um but last saturday scott hopped on youtube and uh and streamed a live stream for hit the first time in a while you know he mm -hmm. had kind of like flirted with it here and there and um and all of a sudden uh you know like i had been like pr prodding scott i was like dude you should get back on twitch you should do something that breaks up your you know your your monotony you know like cause yeah, yeah, sure. i think he's been in like a real burnout zone for a while yeah, you know sure. like his content's still good but you can tell he's not as thrilled about what he's doing and yeah, i think uh, that's so weird because at the same time he's been doing some of his best videos dude they're ever. great they're really good <laughs> he's so good and yeah. that's i i think he doesn't get enough appreciation for like he changed the landscape of youtube for miniature painters like i think he of course, like tabletop minions, uh, Adam, uh, yeah. he's like the OG. But but I think he's Scott dad, for yeah. real, yeah, he Scott for real, he changed the scene like single-handedly, made YouTube what it is for miniature painters and Warhammer players, uh, hands down. It's just yeah. my opinion. <laughs> no, you're you're. It's not your opinion. That's one hundred percent fact. And like. Yeah. And I could see how it would work where like 
that would happen and not getting maybe the recognition that you felt that you should, you know, I could see that being tough, you know, like yeah, uh, sure. it, yeah. you've all, we've all been that person who trailblazed and someone else fucking came in and like, maybe not stole your thunder, but definitely didn't have to work the same to get yeah, there. Yeah, like sure. it, mean, it doesn't us, feel good. <laughs> all of us have to thank him. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's still growing. He's still making amazing videos, but if you do it, he's done it for three years and that yeah. grind every week, you know, I know how hard he works. I know how like try hard he is, how much he criticizes himself. And yeah, you know, I, I wish him the best because he freaking deserves it. <laughs> well, the interesting thing was, you know, like, and, and I'm, I'm not really, I never fall into like the star fucker category, you know, like I've, I've been around like famous people for, forever like playing in yeah. music it's just like it's just the thing that i'm kind of used to yeah. um and so like i was talking with them and you know i've had a couple of people say i wonder if like you had influence on i was like i don't think i have influence on anybody yet but like <laughs> i am glad to see that like scott took the chance on streaming uh because he did it for like two hours and yeah. after about uh, an hour he was at like 1400 people watching him live on yeah. YouTube and I yeah, and I instantly yeah. messaged him I was like dude forget everything I said that you need a twitch like fuck twitch like yeah. you need to do uh, this like yeah, maybe yeah. once a week or once a month or something yeah. because the money that was being thrown around and the excitement of whenever he said someone's name you could see like them in chat like it was going by so fast as ever it was <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never yeah, seen anything quite like that. Yeah, 1,400, that's crazy. I think I had like 870 the most <laughs> when I did a stream. It's and that, like, man. you know, these numbers we're talking about, it, like, imagine going to a show with your band and you have 870 people just there to see you. You're not supporting a big band. You're there and you have 870 people there. Like, to me, that's insane. Dude, it's insane. <laughs> 1,400, that's like double that. Dude, uh, and it was fast and furious and like yeah. when when people were being shitty in the comments they didn't stick around long enough to even be like anything that registered you're like oh that guy's gone oh that <laughs> yeah. guy's gone like like yeah, sure, i yeah. i couldn't even imagine like yeah. managing that yeah do you i don't think people understand like how how big a platform youtube is and how big an influence like these big youtubers have like it's yeah. I th like for real I think like with power comes great responsibility but like <laughs> you know Scott or Jeremy you could probably make or break a company if we wanted to uh, sure like because this industry is so small and these people have 1 million views every month 1 million freaking people like how big a percent of the of the hobby is that that's like 30% 20% I don't know of active people sure uh, it's and uh, yeah it's crazy do you think for you live stuff is going to be more of a rotation because like I, seeing that brings excitement because like as you get bigger the further away from the audience you get you yeah, know you, sure. you're you're now in stadium territory my friend and yeah. like there's that that weird thing where you want to be small club venue with an yeah, audience sure. and like you know, Twitch is cool because, like, you know, 250 people watch you on Twitch. Twitch is not built for artists. It's all still gaming. Yeah. So you can, like, sit yeah. down with, like, 250 
and it's going to be like really touching. That's what Adam is like pulling on there from tabletop minions. Yeah. Uh, but I, I now on Twitch, that's good. Like I remember when I got started, I watched a lot of like Traverian Miniac used to stream back then on Twitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there were a few, I can't remember the names of them, but there was always like twenty people watching. If it was a good stream, there was maybe fifty. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's 50. how much it's grown. Yeah. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, like I'm pulling like twenty right now every time <laughs> yeah. I'm on. And, which is uh, good like that's... I'm, I'm in i'm like you guys are insane what are you yeah. doing here? <laughs> no i i like that to me everything it's uh, like it's humbling and uh I'm, i have I, th I think probably yeah I, probably every creator says this but i think i have the best community especially on like because with the patron we have a discord chat that's like patron exclusive yeah and like that group of people, I think it's 400 people, but every day there's maybe like 50, 60 active people. Wow. And that group, it like, it keeps like my, it's my direct communication to, to the viewers and they become more of like a <laughs> second family, you know? Of course. Sure. Uh, and I wish I could hang out there even more. Now it's like maybe half an hour a day, uh, but it's, uh, yeah so many good people everyone's just so kind if there's someone who's having a shitty day you know they're lifting him up if there's someone who loses his job people send minis so he can still keep painting uh, yeah so it's uh, like those people are like it's beyond what i ever could expect from my own audience and so that's my kind of direct connection to to my audience uh, but streaming for sure i think that's it's gonna grow probably even more. Yeah. In the coming few years, I think another thing is podcasts are gonna grow because, like, this format of just like hanging out, talking. You know, we talked for forty minutes about just uh, music industry. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> like for me, it's interesting. Like I like I like just listening to people talk and and hanging out, like being in the same room. Um, so yeah, I I think you're right, but I don't know where it's gonna go. I up until now, I just never would have time for it because I would do like a video, shoot the B-roll, paint the miniature, edit the video, and then I have three kids to take care of and then it's <laughs> evening and then I have to get back to editing. Right. And But yeah, now hopefully, as I said, like I'm so thankful for, for like uh, for everything. Like if I didn't have the patrons, I wouldn't be able to pay my own salary. If I didn't have a Kickstarter, I wouldn't be able to hire a guy to help me edit. And we've already kind of like everything that I was falling behind of this past three weeks, I've caught up to it. So oh, hopefully now, like the coming few weeks, I'm going to go ahead of, of schedule. So I'll be a few weeks ahead of time in terms of video production. And with that, hopefully I can start streaming uh, and doing that stuff more. It would be really cool to see because like I think at this point, you know, as you start your videos are your product yeah sure. and uh now you are the product yeah and that's something that is uh, a weird shift that like i remember when i noticed for scott when that happened i was like literally he could do just about anything and he has and people keep on showing up yeah. and i was like this is yeah the this core is different. audience is still there yeah well and like i don't think most of the people that hang out and watch these things are active 
gamers and or painters now. I think yeah, that maybe. we have a huge influx of people who are just entertained. Like I know Midwinter Minis has a huge, huge like audience that just like yeah. loves it. You know, Jeremy says the exact same thing. It's like people who like just are crafters and just want to have people who are enthusiastic. Like yeah. <laughs> I think your your positive attitude <clears throat> is more important than the product that you make you yeah, know? yeah. Um, I, definitely i think like there is this theory again i'm, I'm always analyzing things and i would like sure. to learn and there is this theory that there is two types of content on youtube there is content driven and there's uh personality driven content and then there's like gray zone between that <laughs> uh but i think um if you want to have like a long-term uh, career and success I definitely think that your personality has to be in everything you do because there's going to come a time if it's five years from now or ten years from now or half year from now where I get burned out from painting Warhammer I get burned out from talking about miniatures I get burned out from you know whatever and people need to be invested in me for me to be able to make videos and the same thing goes for Scott or Jeremy and of course uh I think it's just uh, like those people who just do like a list, the 10 best figures. You know, I've done those too. I did that this week. But uh, those who only video. do those. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this video. <laughs> I like <laughs> making it. And I think it's it's a cozy kind of hanging out with me and my friends <laughs> video. But uh, like if you only do list videos, if you only do that type of videos where you talk about news you know it's the minute you stop making videos about news nobody's gonna watch because they're not invested and uh, i forced myself upon people <laughs> <laughs> phrasing right there that was yeah. that's a phrasing line <laughs> uh, yeah so what what do you think what do you think your next step is what's like I, my my new favorite thing in sales there's the the bhag the big hairy audacious goal and mm -hmm. you know i would say that a kickstarter hitting uh $700,000 is uh a big hairy audacious goal but you you fucking destroyed that so now what's next like what is your next site uh yeah. you know what's your next year <laughs> goal what's what's coming up because it's uh, it's exciting watching this development yeah, and sure, i, yeah. I I didn't even realize it was as short as it was. Like that's just amazing. Yeah. No, so I mean, it's uh, that's a that's a good question. Like the, the money was never the goal. It's a, uh, of course I'm, I'm aware of of like I have to be aware of my income for it to work. Of course. Uh, and I have these dreams of like when I, when I'm able to get you know two hundred thousand after tax at some point. I might be able to buy a bigger house where I don't have to sit in a basement, which is dark 24 seven and, and that kind of stuff. Uh, I think that's maybe more like a goal for me. Like I want to be at a point where I can buy a place where I, I'm not in a basement, you know, where I have windows where, <laughs> uh, so that, that's kind of a goal. Um, in terms of like views, like subscribers, I don't, you know, it's just numbers after a while. It's super sure. cool, like when you get to a thousand. That took me like a month to get to a thousand uh, subscribers, and, and that was like so crazy for me. And my year goal was like maybe in a year I'll get to ten thousand. That would be <laughs> crazy. 
And I reached that after like two and a half months. Um, and after that, it's just like a big blur. Like, I don't remember when I reached 100,000. I don't remember when I reached 150. So now it's more about like having fun and not having to stress every week about the release because I was hard on myself doing like at least a video every week. And keeping that schedule is, is uh, taxing. So hopefully with uh, Victor, I've got here not today because he is. Uh, this is one of the days he doesn't work. <laughs> I'll be able to, you know, have a better schedule and have more fun, not just like seeing the comments and stuff, but actually like in the process uh, of like editing, planning videos, to enjoy that even more. So sure. that's that's my next goal. And yeah, as I said, the second one is to get a better place to work from. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, like, family life and everything has got... I mean, that's the, the cool thing that your passions have turned into something that is, you know, like, helping the engine of your family. You know, like, yeah. that's something that, like, I never could have guessed that YouTube videos would be that yeah. sort of thing. And, no, uh, especially YouTube videos about the Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> it's very niche. <laughs> I mean, doing... <laughs> It's crazy that that's the thing that hits me. Like every time I talk about it, it's like, is this even real? Like this is this is not like this is not how life's supposed to work. You know, you're sure. supposed to get a job, sell something to people, stand there and like, you should also buy this memory card because if you buy a memory card, you can actually record stuff to your camera and you get money for selling that memory card. But now it's like I'm painting, I'm having fun. I'm 30 minutes a day on a Discord talking to like the best people in the world and I get paid for this. Like that's, you know, it's unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> but you've carved it out for yourself. Yeah, like that's sure. <laughs> like it while well, yeah, it's unrealistic. I think it takes it takes a special someone. You and you did that and you uh, most people aren't willing to take a chance on themselves. And that yeah. is something that I keep on running into over and over again. They're waiting for the to have the right camera, to have the right mm -hmm. paintbrush, to have the right yeah. guitar, or to have the right drummer, or to have the right what whatever it is. They're waiting for the thing, and you you walked through the door that was sitting there that we're all looking at, you yeah. know. And and that's that belief and trust is something that is um, it's unique. Yeah. It's not you know, for, not everybody yeah. has it. <laughs> for, for me, this was easy. <laughs> should try music <laughs> right oh <laughs> uh, but jokes aside it's like uh yeah I, I i hear what you're saying and and it's definitely applicable for me i did that when i was 17 and started the band that's when i had to get the cameras to record behind the scenes stuff make music videos that's when i had to get a guitar learn how to edit that's when i had to you know all of that stuff for me it was when i started my company 10 years ago so I already had all the camera equipment. I already have all of that. For me, it was just like taking the passion I had. I've been spending 20 hours a week just painting. Now I take that and, you know, make videos from it. And uh, yeah, so for me, like that step was the crazy thing was that I actually started getting money from it. Not that I actually started doing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are there any are there any YouTube video like YouTube? 
YouTubers that you watch as like your kind of like barometer for what the industry's doing. Like I basically always just watch Jazz's like uh, mm-hmm. blog things because like I don't need to watch his like weekly content video stuff. Like the, none of that is really that interesting to me. Mm-hmm. But watching a guy who's like bipolar up down all the time on what's going around him and he's just kind of giving it to you unfiltered is one of those mm-hmm. things that I'm like, huh. There is something going on in the YouTube sphere that I've never, I never really thought that I would get any sort of insight to. And, and here's a guy with, you know, 5 million subscribers, (laughs) just like, here's the truth (laughs) and get ready for it. Yeah, sure. And, and I think the, the, the most positive thing about it is that like, you see the struggles that I had as a guy with 5,000 subscribers or with 50 or a hundred, and he has the same problem with. 5 million viewers with like my best month I had like 1.3 million views and for him like a shitty month is 1 20th of that (laughs) and he still has the same sort of psychological things that he has to go through Uh, and I think it's just like in the human mind sort of like how we work and the the reward system and like endorphins and adrenaline and all of that like wave but yeah i watch a lot of youtube a lot of it it's just weird stuff <laughs> sometimes you fall down a rabbit hole for some reason reason i've been watching the h3 podcast i don't know if you know what that is Mm-mm. uh these it's an american couple i've watched them for like three years and i don't even know why i just do and i still do uh, you know listen to them talk and they often talk about like YouTube drama and how shit goes down and like, I, you know, I watch them because of their personalities. It's not that I sure. like them. It's just I've grown into their channel. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, but yeah, Jassa was one of like my biggest inspirations when I started the channel. And I remember saying in like, I, I had this in the collaboration video when I did with him, like I had some people asking me like what would the dream collaboration be and he was like top of mind for me sure <laughs> and uh, so I, I have to say jazz has a big sort of guy that i often watch and then it's just you know i talk to other youtubers talk to brent i talk to jeremy guy trent scott you know all of those we we have to talk to each other we have to share what's happening the comments we get otherwise we <laughs> we'd go crazy so uh, i just don't understand what happens like you get a little bit of like a little bit of juice under you and then there's always somebody's like you know what i don't think i like that bird flying that high like let's hit it with a rock yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't understand that mentality <laughs> i think uh, for some people we become a, a, a corporation even though sure. we're the same people working from a basement you know None of us are, even with a big Kickstarter, you know, none of us are making a lot of money. We're still, you know, regular working dudes. I, I would make more money if I was working in Seattle at a tech company at like a programmer level. Of course. By, by a huge margin. But, <laughs> uh, but I think just the minute people start making money from stuff, uh, people, some people are going to get mad and yeah. Luckily, this hobby is compared to others, tiny. Like yeah, com- compared to advertising, compared to 
photography, filmmaking, you know, people, amount of people pushing you down is just minuscule in comparison. Yeah, it's, uh, the, and the toxicity that's in the Warhammer community, I mean, it's there, like, 100%. Like, yeah, GW yeah, sure. doesn't have to, like, you don't have to come out and say, you know, racists are not welcome if they haven't realized that there's a huge fucking problem in their <laughs> community. And which is like, awesome. I'm glad that they did it. I'm actually yeah, yeah, dude, really yeah, proud too. of them for doing that because, you know, everybody... every chat I was in, we were so happy that they finally took a, like, uh, a stance against it. Uh, it just feels good to know, like, I don't actually really like GW games. Uh, I think that like they're in small they're fun but like i hate playing 2000 points of anything like it just the game just crawls and i don't i don't like watching an entire side move like i'm much more of the warhammer underworlds i think that that's their best product that they make but nobody wants to build decks and play with me i'm like you guys fucking suck like this game's great you know what what's the best thing about having an editor here we play lunch underworlds every day (laughs) That's badass. Yeah. Dude, that's <laughs> man, I wish I had I wish I had people I could play games with right now. Like unfortunately, yeah. my game group is all broke up. We're all still isolating. The one guy I play games with, he works at a casino and the stuff that he tells me about people who come into casinos are it's just like they might as well just like cough in your mouth the second that they walk into the place and you're just like he's like i'm gonna get yeah. sick it's gonna happen like it's just yeah. a matter of time like oh man dude yeah i don't know yeah and about like the the, the whole toxicity it's uh yeah i said like the, the positive thing is that they're just uh a minority a loud minority but loud, right? like it's it's a minority and and most of the people they're positive they love other humans they're encouraging and like i don't know like the the mindset of getting that angry about uh, a company saying that everyone is welcome it's like how can that be something negative like how can it be negative that someone who is a girl is invited right i i don't like you have to be really really in a bad place to to come to that conclusion and i just sure. ho- hope that that's that like that these people find happiness at some point um, yeah but to me I, I i enjoy that statement because it just you know it confirms my beliefs that like every human has the same value yeah you know well, and if you want to make that a political statement you know that's that's on you that's not on me to me that's dude. just you know human human kindness. rights is not a political statement man like no it, no, it's... no like it's, it's not a human rights issue even like in terms of that i think it's just like uh you know <laughs> love thy neighbor you know of course of course yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that what, what was the golden rule you know do us uh, do unto others you know like what yeah sure yeah. when did that disappear <laughs> from a community right uh, but as uh, a, like for me the city that i live in like everyone's welcome everyone's positive like i have not seen that toxicity so for me that's i only encounter it online from like various you know 4chan or whatever when i i don't go to these forums but when people link some weird shit that people say you know yeah and it's frustrating but i try to keep out of it because uh 
Yeah, it doesn't give anything. No, and giving them your energy, I mean, like, it's just like psychic vampires. They're just, they just want a <laughs> rile. And if you give them a little bit, they're going to be like, oh, yeah. fuck, yeah, it's on. Like, like, there's just, it's, they're the type of people that when the girl in the club says, ah, I'm not fucking interested, they're like, oh, well, they, now, now I'm You're gonna, a, you, yeah, 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 no, you are interested now. You acknowledged me. Like, you just, you just gotta fucking move on from those people. Eventually, they'll either chill the fuck out or they'll go away. <laughs> can, we, uh, can we talk about how what we do in the darkness is the best TV series the last four years? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Like, where did that come from? Like, uh, I love Matt Berry, period. Yeah. Like, he is one of the funniest people. But then to then get backed up with, uh, I can't, I can't remember the woman who plays Nadia. She is devastatingly yeah, hilarious. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Colin Robinson. Oh my god! And and I just think like Taika Waititi, Taika Waititi. The, yeah. one of the producers he he directed the movie yeah. that they did and like there's so many fantastic movies I just think like he's a creative genius and like yeah I don't it's, know <laughs> I so, don't I didn't know that the show was like like I loved the movie my wife and I yeah. like sat back and we're like we watched it and we looked at each other and we're like how did this get made like like <laughs> hbo like threw money at them to do that like yeah. that's absolutely amazing and that then uh, the 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 tv show's funnier like yeah, normally yeah. like the topiary vaginas like it's just one thing that they didn't need to do but every time it kind of comes up you're like oh they are they double down on that joke and it's hilarious it is absolutely <laughs> hilarious yeah it's just the first thing that came to my mind when he started talking about uh, psychic vampires. The psychic vampires, <laughs> Colin Robinson. Oh my god! Uh, you know, I, the the interesting thing about any of these creative outlets is seeing who the the support is and uh, and where where the hate comes from. Like, mm -hmm. I always feel bad that the people feel like they need to go out of the way to like put other people down. But um, you know, like I hopped in. Like I'm a new kid on the scene, I'm twitching, I'm you know hanging out. Like my Instagram's actually like getting traction. You know I've only yeah. been you know painting models for almost three years now, and like like people are finally starting to click on things. I'm like, this is really interesting to see. Like you know all of a sudden there is a momentum underneath this, but yeah. in that same momentum I have like stumbled in like chat rooms and things where people are actively talking shit <laughs> and i'm like i'm just gonna sit back and watch this, yeah. <laughs> this don't do that <laughs> i haven't googled myself uh since i started the youtube channel and it's probably for the better <laughs> i think you'd find a lot of really good things like yeah you... but i i know that there's you know it's it's you know it goes in waves and i've uh but during some point, especially when I had, like, I released uh, the video where I just went on Fiverr and for fun, you know, I had really fun doing that, asking people Dude, to that was a miniatures. huge video, too. Yeah. Yeah. And when that one came, I got a bunch of haters that, like, every time I posted a new video, they had on notifications. They go to the video and they dislike it. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, 
I, I'm having less of that now, but I'm still <laughs> still having a little bit of it. Uh, so I know that there is negative out there, and I just you know I couldn't be bothered less. Like they they're not gonna have my attention, and that's the positive thing about YouTube. Like you can hide accounts sure. that you don't want to see. So as soon as there's someone who's like close to being a troll i'm like i you know i don't want this in my community i don't want this in my feed i don't want to see it so i'm gonna hide it from me and you know what you can leave 100 comments i'm not gonna see one of them like yeah (laughs) and and nobody else will too which is like important like to remove those toxic people and like (laughs) john ninas just released his first uh his, you know, well, I, now he's two videos into his yeah, YouTube yeah. channel. The second and one was really good. <laughs> it was very good. I, I was the total fucking dick who was like, I, I messaged him after, you know, after I watched this, like, dude, great video. Like, what the fuck did you do to your sound? Like, even getting a shitty mic is better than whatever you did. And yeah. I was like, <laughs> after I sent him that message that, you know, as like, uh, uh, you know, a comrade who's doing this. I instantly felt bad because I was like, oh, he's going to get a million of those today. Yeah, <laughs> we know, we know. We and, fucking know. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, I, I, the video I did this week uh, with uh, Trent and uh, Guy, uh, the, the video title is like uh, five, decades, five decades of uh, amazing Warhammer miniatures. And in the whole video, we say decade for each decade, for each decade. And then at one point, I say century once in the video and i think i have 40 comments saying century what it's like are you not human like this is my second language sometimes <laughs> i mess up like it's okay <laughs> and it's like in the text and all of the other times i say decade <laughs> it's like okay i get it you heard i said the wrong thing Move on. <laughs> Move on. Well, I think that there's this weird thing that everybody expects. I mean, and 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 because your quality is so high, yeah. everybody expects that like you had a fucking writer to do all of this. That like oh, that this no. has like TV production money behind <laughs> sure. it. And and I don't think anybody understands that it's you. Yeah. Period. The train. Yeah. The buck stops there. Like Adam from Tabletop Minions. Wednesday night, he thinks of yeah. what he's gonna do. Thursday he records it and uploads yeah. it for Friday morning. Like yeah, yeah. it's one guy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and and no script. Yeah, and I think like the the thing that that could fuck it up for one of us at some point is that we have nobody controlling our con- content. A lot of the yeah. times my videos are done like literally three minutes before I'm supposed to publish it, and there's like I export, I upload. I have no time to see if everything's fine, if I include some parts where I say something I'm not supposed to say. And like, especially, be, like, it might sound weird, but it's my second language. And I find it like, I, I realize I'm decent at English. I'm, I'm probably better than the average human, but sure. some stuff is hard. Like, it's hard for me to know what's okay to say, what's not okay to say, especially with like curse words, because in Sweden, it's like, everybody says fuck and it's, and nobody cares like yeah because it's it's not a thing and it's i know an that if, yeah if i did it in in my videos i know that i have i don't have a lot of young viewers but i know that a lot of viewers would care if i started cursing in videos so it's yeah. uh and it could be other things that's like in sweden it's not a big thing but if you mention some catastrophe in the states or mention like 
once I made a joke about like <laughs> about Donald Trump and like, I got so much shit for it like I didn't even add my personal values to it I just said like as fast as somebody says build a wall and I like I didn't put any value into it nothing I'm not gonna state what I think about it now either but I got so much shit for just saying that thing oh and you do, you I, don't want to light up my comment section with uh squidmar hates America bullshit no <laughs> <laughs> To each his own, like literally, <laughs> as long as you love thy neighbor, <laughs> you I know, mean, I, I vote for whoever America you like, right now, you know? so yeah, like, <laughs> it's all right, you know. Uh, but I mean, like, so th that is actually a really interesting topic, and I, I know we were like going over the hour now that, that I, I kind of you know asked from you, but like, does that shit even matter? Like, I know having a younger audience is actually important to the growth of a channel, like hanging out with like the like 13 to like 20 year olds who like yeah. still maybe live at home and might still have it like expendable income to spend on new badass brushes or things yeah. of that nature. Like it's smart to not turn them off, but like and they're like 2% because... maybe of my viewers. So it's not a big one, but right. I know when I was a kid that I would want to be included. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, like, any of that stuff, like, you know, I remember, you know, when MySpace hit the scene and, like, suddenly you could, like, interact with bands that you yeah, never had dude, any yeah. sort of way. Like, that was massive. And it was all kids. We were all yeah. super young. Oh, yeah. And when are you and born? You, Is it 80? I was 83. I'm okay. I'm, You're I'm an old man. <laughs> I'm an old man now. I'm, I've got so much the post COVID. I have so much more gray because like just being stressed out, being a small business yeah. owner in, in yeah. post COVID, like I'm, I'm like, if I grew my beard out now, it'd be almost all gray. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like you, you are the product. So yeah. what, what, when does that line of email uncensored like when can you just like let like your stream of consciousness go and you just run at it and you just do whatever the fuck you want what, what is there a line that you can see where that is a thing or is it always something that you feel that you're going to have to watch um i think i this is another theory that i've had uh, <laughs> about like youtube uh, from from analyzing it and that is like if you fake who you are you're you're fucked man you totally you're, like <laughs> two years maybe and and then shit's gonna hit the fan <laughs> and we've seen that so many times on youtube dramas and like especially with cancel culture right now it's like the sure. minute you do something wrong people are gonna start analyzing every single video that you ever did and uh I think if you fake who you are, that's, uh, you know, it's going to take too much toll on you. Like, it's not going to be worth it. So I try to be me. Uh, sometimes, you know, people say, why are you making this type of video? And it's like, it's because I enjoy it. <laughs> people put way too much, you know, are you only doing Fiverr videos now? You know, and it's like, dude, watch the video and see if it's the same video as the last one. If it is, you know. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, yeah. Is there so a I, problem if I only do Fiverr videos? Like, if if you got a good answer for that one, then we can have a conversation. But nobody yeah. has a good answer for that. They're just like, well, 
maybe I don't want to watch that. Well, would you still watch it? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so to get back to it, you know, I, yeah. the line from like just letting loose, uh, it's, it's not a big difference from where I am when I record. Um, but with that, you know, I try to keep politics out of it. I try to of course. make sure that everyone can watch it, whether you're 13 or you're 65. Uh, I want to make sure that everyone's, you know, whether you're a Muslim, whether you're bi, trans, hetero, cis, whatever the, <laughs> the letter people put on each other. You yeah, know, every, everyone can feel welcome. And, you know, that's uh, why I don't try to go like too deep into any direction so of course i'm myself but in the middle you know right so i mean that's good to know that you're not having to ring yourself in that much you yeah. know because i know for some people i mean like if i was to not swear while i could do it it would be very difficult and i would feel like i'm at work and that's something that <laughs> even at work i'm starting to just let it fly now because i'm just kind of like you know, you are in my world right now, and you're pissing me the fuck and off. You're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I don't yeah. want to fight with you, but like, you need to know that you've crossed boundaries. <laughs> but it's you know, I have I have kids, and yeah. as I said, like I grew up in a in a Christian home, so yeah, like you didn't curse at home, and. Then you grow up, you turn like 15 to 20 and, you know, if you start running out, <laughs> hanging with friends, saying shit and playing in uh, black metal bands. Just yeah. <laughs> and then uh, then I got kids and then you kind of have to scale back a bit. Uh, so it's I'm used to not letting my mouth run. <laughs> uh, and it's still like I'm it's hard. Especially now, like when we're doing this interview, even now, it's like I'm especially those, you know, fuck shit like that type of stuff. I try not to say it because it's so ingrained in me from when I was a kid. Like, don't say it in public. <laughs> <laughs> fair. Don't That's say totally it in fair. front of kids. Well, it's always nice to know that it's there, though. Like, and especially for, you know, like being closer to 40 than 30. Like, yeah. I like to know that there's adults like being able to hang out with Jeremy, not yeah. watching him talk about fucking D and D, you know, like it yeah. just like this is what I do and this is the, who I am and I'm gonna be really yeah, intense yeah. and we're gonna talk about that. Like I was like, thank God I have an adult conversation right now. <laughs> like, and and I don't know, like that's something that seems to be missing from the the culture of like YouTube just in general. It feels like. You know, everything has that same sort of fake ass music and this like, like gloss of like, I mean, you want it to be positive. It has to be, mm -hmm. you know, positive <laughs> yeah, content. Yeah. You, you can't just be out there negative, negative, negative yeah, and expect yeah, sure. growth. Yeah. But like there is a definite change 
of having like an actual mature conversation yeah. like it ma it makes me love your content so much more and understand the passion and the control that you have to put into it yeah. and it's and that's why i think i love jazza's things you know like yeah, it's, just yeah, like, sure, yeah. it's unfiltered <laughs> but but you know speaking of the music that was a funny comment uh i i don't get much flack for it i, I mostly get positive like people asking me what music it is Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I get the comment like a week ago. It's like if I wanted to listen to seventies porn music, I would watch seventies porn. I'm like, okay, just because you don't like the same music as I do, doesn't mean that you have to be a dick about it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and Jeremy gets so much shit for his music. Uh, so does Brent. Brent yeah. totally does. And oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> like leave you guys alone at least they all have like different identities you know yeah yeah i mean uh, and that's the thing like i i select the music that i think is good uh, yeah otherwise i wouldn't have it like and it's so hard like that's one of the things uh, i have an editor now and uh he, he he cuts up like the the general shape of everything and then he puts on music and uh i feel so bad because half of the time i change the music because it's songs that like it's close to like I understand why he selected it. He probably thinks that it's something that I would enjoy having in my videos, but it's mm. like two percent off, and that's enough for me to like. I need to change this song. <laughs> sure. So yeah. Well, I'm. I mean, tone is everything, and like midwinter minis, for yeah. me, it, it like hearing his like spacey um, ass like true. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it it was amazing, and I was like, yeah. oh, I love listening to this, and then like yeah. his like his theme song is so good and then you have like dana howell who has those like really really like lo-fi synth like punk bands yeah. i'm like fuck yeah like and then you have maniac I, with the death metal the death metal <laughs> you know like i love the character and yeah. you know I, I hate i hate when i have to feel like that is uh uh, compromised and yeah you, know, you have I, to explain yourself like why are you having this music it's like because i don't listen to death metal anymore <laughs> yeah right sorry do you think you're going to ever incorporate music back into squidmar do you think that that is a thing that would ever make sense for the youtube no no i was like i was so like burnt on music like i i could puke on the like just thinking of the music industry sure it's like like ptsd like Oh, man. somebody asked me like do you want to play in a band I would be like thanks for asking but I'm gonna go cry in a corner now <laughs> <laughs> dude that's intense but like uh, I it's do an exaggeration it. obviously but but it's like I, I have no whatsoever you know hype about playing music again like if anything like I've said it's like if I found some friends uh, I would probably probably do like some Foo Fighters style music, you know, sure. just some rocky stuff to just hang out. But I, I don't have any time for it. I am way more excited about miniatures, making stuff, making videos, like just like doing, as you said, like doing a stream. Right. I thousand percent rather do stream than go practice with a band for four hours, you know. The work that goes into a band, oh my god, I'm so glad I don't do it anymore <laughs> either. <laughs> uh, well, shit, man. Uh, I should probably let you get on with the rest of your, your morning. And uh, 
I should probably try to get some sleep before the sun comes up here because <laughs> it's it's almost five o'clock. Um, I'm sorry dude, for keeping you awake. Hey, I'm I'm in I'm in I'm in the YouTube sprint forum where like if I have an opportunity, yeah, I'm, I, I say You're yes and I'm gonna it. fucking run at it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, I'm I feel yeah. much more awake now than I did you know two hours ago. So you know, the sprint <laughs> never ends, but it's. <laughs> as long as it gets more manageable and yeah. i can sh like so my my next big fear is like i'm having way too much fun doing this like i actually am like having way more fun than i expected uh and now it's like eventually long form conversations i'm gonna have to shift and I'll, i can always have this but i'm mm -hmm. gonna have to have something new and so that's the thing that I've been like dreaming up right now is like, what's phase two? Like, what what is the next plateau? Because at a certain point, you know, YouTube isn't going to recommend this to anybody, and it 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 will need a companion to push it, and uh, and that is the thing that terrifies me. <laughs> yeah. So. But uh, yeah, we can. That's a whole other discussion. Oh my we'll god! Yeah. Take another four hours but we can well, do that let's <laughs> do that another time man let's, <laughs> yeah. do, let's do it after you've had your uh you know million and a half dollar kickstarter you know we'll yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll push it I gotta, I gotta move to luxembourg first you know <laughs> so i get to keep some of it <laughs> i just i just want really just want you to get a little bit of sunlight man i think that that's really important <laughs> yeah so luxembourg is luxembourg it is yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, email, thank you so much. Is there anything you want to say before we uh, head off? Or are you all good, man? Uh, yeah, I'm, I think I'm all good. Um, uh, thanks for having me. It was uh, fun talking. And Dude, uh, to everyone watching, like, uh, you go. You know, you made it through today. You're going to make it through the next one. And yeah. keep grinding, you know. Try to have as fun as you can. That's uh, literally my mantra, like, just try to smile and get through it because yeah. like get get your fun now because it's not yeah. always there. it's gonna get worse and it's gonna get better so try try manage <laughs> <laughs> all right man thank you so much i really appreciate it have a good day man all right thank you for making it through another episode of hobby time in the murder basement i really appreciate your support if you'd like to continue the support in other ways i do have a patreon the link is down below. Proceeds from that will go to pay for new equipment, subscription fees if I need it, and uh, graphic design stuff. I'd like to d help build this channel. So any of your support is, while never necessary, is always appreciated. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. If you want to see more hobby stuff, you can head on over to Twitch. I generally stream on Sundays at noon. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.